Yo, 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 mic check one, two. <laughs> Absolutely not. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the second episode of Wine and Dine podcast. I'm Ashley, joined by Brittany. We are two ladies doing occasional whining and lots of dining in Dallas. We're both new to Dallas. We will be discussing living, dating, working, whining, and dining in Dallas. How's your week? It's good. It's long. I mean, I'm, I don't know. It's long and short. I'm glad tomorrow's Friday. It has been a long week. It just seems like there was so much to do this week. I've been busy, but it's winding down now. But anyway, uh, current events in petty news. One of my favorite people ever, Drake. Did you see the little situation that happened with him? I saw some talk about it on Twitter, something about some lady whose husband needed to divorce her because of Drake and some something, something. Yeah, so basically what happened was, um, I guess under someone, someone posted something. Uh, do you know who Ja Morant is, the basketball player? Mm, the last name sounds familiar, but no. He plays for Memphis, and he's like the next up. Like he's he's a really good good player, good kid, whatever. And his dad is uh, kind of got some fame and notoriety just for being at the games and being supportive. And so people are starting to compare him to Lavar Ball. Like they're saying, like he's annoying. Like they're annoying. But Drake had commented, um, and I'll just read his comment. It says, "Imagine your son makes the league." And he's Ja or Melo or Lonzo. All you can do is be elated and competitive and over-supportive. And it's a rite of passage that the OGs talk shit. I know I'm going to be this way even if my son is in a Rubik's Cube competition. And so some guy commented and said, um, your son probably played with Ghost Riders, which doesn't make sense, but I guess he's trying to throw shade like, I guess Drake uses ghostwriters, maybe allegedly, whatever. And then so Drake's response to that was, I just followed your girl because she's probably miserable and needs some excitement in her life. And so I guess he, and it was not this, this man's wife or whatever. And I guess he followed her, DM'd her and was like, I'm here for you or something, some shit, just being shady. But she, But they're like using, like, I think they think they're famous now. Like, they were like, you know, we're going viral, and thanks to Drake, and all of this stuff. It's, like, real cringe. I wonder how Drake had enough time to sit and, like, post something like that. I, I too, I just think it's just a little disrespectful. There's been long talks and conversations about Drake using ghostwriters, and it's even in the credits and stuff. So that's well documented. But did he have to go there? But my thing is, why not? Why do you have Because for one, to me... Like, why do you need to say that to Drake? That nobody was talking about that. Have, having what did he say? A ghostwriter competition? That doesn't even make sense for one. It like, didn't make sense. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, and then people are sensitive about their fucking kids. Like that. Like you. I don't know. I thought it was funny. Like, and I thought that they. I thought it was like their reaction was kind of interesting. Like, because they were like, oh, like basically we're famous now. And it was just weird. But, I mean, it's all in fun. No harm to anyone. I guess it's all good. But, 
in what Hansa, else is going on what's what's in the good news i like the good news part no i have more bad news first <laughs> and then i'll give you some good news ulta beauty what are you doing oh so, that was bad that was very that bad. was horrible so for those of you that don't know um if you are on the ulta mailing list you probably got an email monday or so saying something to the likes of come hang with kate spade that was real bad that was terrible and uh just for context kate spade committed suicide um by hanging a few years ago so talk about the worst possible choice of words you could ever like somebody got fired like who was in the marketing room and said yes that's what we're gonna do that's the email blast we're gonna send out an idiot apparently like I mean that was so that was so cringe and then it's like why would you say that anyway like I don't I don't understand why you would say that in the first place even if you weren't aware of the situation like you know that she's deceased so why would you say come hang with her like that's weird and just imagine how her family's feeling about it now. And I think she has small children. I would children. be livid. Yeah. I would be, I would be going to send. They did send an apology email following, I think the next day or a couple of days later. That wouldn't be enough to calm me down. No, that's, it wasn't enough to calm me down. And I don't know her. Didn't know her. So <laughs> I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> like that shit was. R.I.P. Kate. We respect you. Even yeah. though Ulta doesn't. That was whack, Ulta. And I just bought some from there. I should take it back. Did you unsubscribe? No, but I will now that you said that. I didn't think about that. <laughs> I'm not she going said, there. no, I want my coupons. They don't even send me coupons. They just be giving you points, and you got to go there to get points. And I'm, I'm like, like, I'm a Sephora girl. And Sephora me too. Points. And yeah. like me, I only go to Ulta if I can't find something at Sephora. So I needed these um, under eye uh, like things or whatever. And I couldn't find them at Sephora. And I, I literally looked everywhere. And I couldn't. And Ulta was the only place that had them, like, close by. So I was like, that's all. That's probably why they were emailing me anyway. But Highly likely. That's annoying. And <laughs> one more bad news. Did you see what happened Damn. to the dude that ran up on Dave Chappelle? So, yes. But that whole thing, I don't even know what's going on. I'm just annoyed with all of it. The fact that he ran up. The fact that he got in with the device, the the gun with the knife thing on it. That was what I was confused about. Because somebody said that you couldn't even have phones in there because they're recording some kind of special. How did you get in there with a gun knife? And With a gun knife. <laughs> and the DA only charged him with a misdemeanor offense. They said it not a felony do anything offense. felonious. I've seen that. Uh, that was insane. But attempted murder is not a felony? Like what? What does it have to be? What did he do? And I can't imagine because I was in California, Assault. right? Was it in California? I think. I'm so sure. I can't imagine that the the gun the gun knife he had was legal in California. <laughs> so I would think carrying that would be a felony alone. Like, Dave, you you alive? It's cool. You all right? <laughs> yeah, but you know, if Dave was another color and he wasn't <laughs> talking about the LGBTQ and M community. Listen, um, that I I just thought that that was weird because why I don't know I just I feel like there was a felony in there somewhere I feel like you could have oh, found one felony. <laughs> there's been one. felonies for way less than that so yeah that should have been a couple felonies like what the hell um 
okay. So Britney Spears. Why is she naked? You seen this picture of her, this latest picture of her on Instagram? Remember I told you. What's wrong with her? <laughs> what when like, she what's was going fighting on? her conservatorship, she had her titty. She was just just going all out there. I have the no dog idea. is looking stressed. Like, please, ma'am. There's a dog in the picture? I look at go to her Instagram and look at the last picture she posted. She naked. She's naked. And she holding this dog, and the dog is looking like so embarrassed. Bootsy would never. <laughs> Bootsy would be like, bitch, put me down. I want to be a part of this bullshit. <laughs> Britney Spears. Oh, she deleted oh, it. Oh, my oh, no, no, no. Gosh. It's a No, it's one. still there. She just be posting, girl. I'm glad she free, but she got to calm down. We need to put Britney back. I thought she <laughs> was pregnant. Where the Medicaid baby at? Britney. Under the dog. But look at the last thing she posted. She don't look. She's talking about she never been to Coachella. What are you talking about? <laughs> she don't look pregnant. All right, Brittany girl, we see you. I mean, maybe she's not like that pregnant yet. Oh, well, I mean, Brittany, I prayers up because I don't know what's going on with you. On this week's episode, we are going to talk about dating. I think dating in your 20s versus your 30s is drastically different. Drastically different. Would you agree? I mean, yeah, maybe, kind of. I kind of think about it as like, like, it's also like how you view cars in your 20s versus your 30s, right? So in your 20s, like, you don't really give a fuck what kind of car you're driving. Usually, you know, you might not really take care of it too much or whatever. You just kind of just free, just whatever. And then in your 30s, you start thinking about luxury shit and you want to upgrade and you want to, you know, get something a little nicer. So it's kind of the same thing with dating. I feel like in your 20s, you're not really looking to settle down. You're just sort of seeing what's out there, exploring the market. Actually dating, dating for fun versus dating exactly. with intention. Exactly. And then in your 30s, it's like, okay, this is my list. This is what you got to do. If you spell this wrong, you out. If you say this wrong, you out. If you eat the wrong way, you out. I feel out. like if I've always been like that, things. though. Mm-hmm. I feel like, like if you, and and maybe I'm just hypersensitive to spell. If you spell something wrong or talk like crazy, like how the kids text and stuff, I would just, I would never respond to that. And I've never been even in your twenties. No, I'd be like, oh, he can't spell. He's dumb. <laughs> No, that's different because you actually have to read that so that's a little different that's, that's easy to weed those out that's the easy part of it but I'm talking yeah. about the things you don't really know until you go out with somebody you know a handful of times or until you're ready to have those deep conversations yeah I think I was more um I would be more like ready to put up with stuff in my 20s and I would now and I'd be like I would know I'd be looking at him like mm, I know I'm never gonna see you again I'm blocking your number as soon as I leave <laughs> so is it like first meeting or is it second meeting or is it not it even- depends it depends it really depends on the situation really because I've been in situations where I've met with someone and I'm like oh yeah definitely don't vibe and then it's like people are so touchy like I've been in situations where like um I can tell someone that you know I think I will meet someone and think this is more been in my 30s though like I'll meet someone and think like I would be 
much better off being friends with this person and not dating them romantically, but try to tell somebody that. And it's like a fence and they're mad, but it's just like everybody that you meet is not a match. And it's like, I don't know why everybody gets offended. Like, oh, you don't want to be my girlfriend. So we can't like be cool. Like that's weird to me. I don't like that. I think (laughs) one of the bad things I did in my 20s and probably would still do in my 30s if I was still dating, but I treated every man that I met the same, right? So I was raised with brothers and raised in a very male ego-driven household, right? So I had very masculine traits. Uh So like when I would meet a guy, he could be hitting on me and I'm still just think he's trying to be friends with me. I never could really pick up on the cues when somebody was hitting (laughs) on me. So I just treated them all the same. Um, And then they would have to actually be intentional for me to actually pick up on the fact like, oh, he's trying to talk to me like that. So I think for me, it was that part was a little easier. Like I didn't even really have to weed anybody out because I just weeded everybody out. (laughs) Like, you know, now we call it blocking before I guess ghosting or just like stop talking to somebody. Like, are you quicker to just cut it off now? Or you just kind of are still chill, lay back, see where things go. You let them linger or you just cut them off? I am kind of on a three strikes thing. Like Mm. you got the first time you say something wild, I'm like, second time I'm like, okay. Third time I'm like, all right. But the difference between me is I will tell you, like, look, this doesn't sit right with me. I don't like that you said that. I don't like the energy, like whatever. I can have that conversation versus ghosting but if you get crazy or like just belligerent then I'll just block you and then you can figure it out but both but I'm I'm a little less inclined to give you chances or the benefit of the doubt now I feel like in my 20s I don't really know I was kind of just like and at the same time like in my 20s when I was dating I was dating like I wasn't like just dating one person I was dating going out on dates every Friday like (laughs) whatever like dating and then when I had a boyfriend I was chill I had a boyfriend so it's just like it was just so much going on in my 20s I'm outside but now it's just like oh you know I kind of like will focus more on a person and when they start to be weird then I'm like okay no I can see that. I can see that. And I think, too, like some people's ideas, like I think of dating that way, too, right? Like you're dating multiple people. You're kind of conducting interviews and all that and getting to know people. Mm -hmm. But some people are like, oh, no, I just want to date one person at a time. And I'm like, well, you can do it that way, but not sure. You know, I think it's probably going to take you a lot longer because you can invest, you know, six months to a year in somebody. And, you know, there's nothing, no conversations had. There's nothing official. He's still doing what he wants to do. And you're still right. And then that's the thing too, is are you having that conversation? Because I am like, if I'm dating multiple, like if I'm dating, I'm like, you know, this isn't, you know, exclusive or whatever, but also when I'm dating if I'm dating I'm not sleeping with these guys either so I'm like if I want to go Friday with this guy and talk to him Saturday you know whatever then I'm doing that but when I'm sitting still I'm sitting still so it's just like it's just all about to me about being honest but I felt but what I've learned in my 30s is a lot of times people don't want to hear that because of ego 
It's just like she can't go out with other guys because I'm taking like you know like it's like chill out, bro. You're dating like five other girls. <laughs> What's your ideal? What was your ideal date in your twenties versus your ideal date now? Um, I think in my twenties it was just like you said, either movies or you know going out to eat. I think going out to eat and movies were probably top two. Um. Which I think both were a little awkward for me. I think going out to eat, especially when you first meet somebody, it just was like felt like an interview for me and it just mm-hmm. was exhausting sometimes. Can I stop you though? Movies was such a bad thing because you can't talk. And How that's are you getting what I was to know say. somebody? And then you in go the to the movies. movies and you sit there and you're trying to get a little too close and you're like, hold on. It's up, like, like, oh, did you like the movie? Yeah. Okay, right? take me home. <laughs> Another thing that was really bad. Well, at least for me, like, I have really bad allergies, right? And you know men like to put on a lot of cologne when mm-hmm. they first meet you and whatever. I, <laughs> I used to be sneezy because some <laughs> – I know. It's so bad. Um, But I think in my 30s, I think new experiences are more so what I love, right? So whether it be a new winery or a museum or art gallery, some weird event, maybe a talk of some sort, just something different that I'm just like, huh, you know, I think that's, that's what I'm more interested in in my thirties that I wouldn't have even dared to talk to anybody about or suggest when planning a date. I like that. That's cool. Yeah. Like I remember been on I've been on you know what I would say too a lot of my best dates have been in relationships which you know that's different but it's still you know you still date it's still dates yeah it counts it counts I find myself wanting to explore more when I am exclusively dating someone or in a relationship like I think of all these cool things and I'm like oh he would like better oh we should do this and da 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 but I feel, again I feel like dating initially is like you said an interview so it's just like you ain't really got to get that deep it's like hi how you doing where your mama from you know whatever how many siblings you got blah 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 where you work yeah okay next but that's another tricky thing too like once the interview is over sometimes and they start getting a little lax that's when you just start figuring out who people are once they once they've gotten in yeah and people lie. <laughs> Girl, do they lie. So much. So, so much. Uh, it's terrible. They get but about day. everything. And it can be about the simplest thing, too. Yeah. The dumbest things. And then that's the thing to me. If, you, if I catch you in a dumb lie, I'm like, oh, I can never trust you. Because if you lie about something simple, you'll lie about something big. Get out of my face. That is so true. Especially in the early stages. Yeah. And I think, too, the more you talk to somebody, the more you pull that out of them and then have you ever had a situation where i went on a date with this guy and he told me a lie this was oh this was so long ago this was like a decade ago he told me a lie initially about his job where he worked and um and i never found out the truth until he told me because we started hanging out and we started dating like exclusively and then he was like i have to tell you something that I feel really guilty about. And I was like, what? And he was like, I lied to you about where I work. And I was like, why would you lie about something that dumb? And then I was just so annoyed that I just looked at him completely different after that. Because I was just like, that was so stupid. Like, why would you lie to me about that? That was dumb. And I was just annoyed. I hated it. 
Well, that happened to me is that, you know, it ended up being a two and a half year relationship. <laughs> <laughs> and he ended up working nowhere, but he had money. He didn't have he a had... job. Mm-hmm. Oh, he had a job. Oh, well. I know. But yeah, I don't like liars, but you know, I, I was young. Okay. I was what? 19? Maybe. No, 19 probably just turned 20. Yeah. I've been seeing all these TikToks about, um, girls that's just meeting men and it's like oh he took me on a vacation on our first date that is scary to me what if he murders you I'm like oh, I would never <laughs> and if any of my nieces ever and they told me about it we would fight because no <laughs> I see that all the time on TikTok like yeah uh, I just met him a week ago I told him I wanted to go on a vacation so he flew me to da 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 and I'm like girl he could kill you <laughs> I even think like the girls that are meeting guys on Instagram and just getting flown out to their cities. I think that's dangerous. I've seen so many horror stories about that, about girls getting left, girls getting beat up when the real girlfriend comes home and on the street and all girls flying out on one-way tickets. Like, why would you never anywhere on a one-way ticket? Canceling the man, canceling the ticket because you won't do it to him. Or him buying it on somebody's credit cards. You know, the scammers be like, yeah, baby, I'll fly you out anytime. I don't like that. Yeah, be no. safe, ladies. Don't go on a vacation for until you've known him for like six months at least. Well, no, you know, these young girls are like, oh, let's be fun, young and free. Like, I've seen that on Twitter too. Like, oh, normalize just your first date being on a vacation. Like, what? I feel like that's murder. I feel like if you try to take me on a vacation the first day you meet me, you're trying to kill me. I mean, <laughs> you could either die or have the time of your life. You I to mean, do, do you want to risk it? <laughs> no. <laughs> I got too much to lose at this point. <laughs> Big but... facts. And we wasn't even thinking like that in our 20s. No. I feel like I the men in our 20s didn't have money like that. <laughs> I mean, mine did, but still, I wasn't. Anytime I went on a date, my best friend, and she'll tell you to this day, I used to text her. I used to take a picture of the license plate if they were picking me up. I would, sometimes I would ask them for their ID, like jokingly, and they would give it to me, and I would still send her a picture of it. I sent her their phone number. Anytime I was going anywhere, I texted her all the info. I was not playing. Me too. Um, best date of your twenties. <laughs> you don't know. Best date of my twenties. Uh-huh. Um, probably. <laughs> this sounds ratchet, but going to a Young Jeezy concert. Okay. Um, I remember I was dating this guy, and I was like excited about this Jeezy concert. And I think my friends were out of town or something, and it was just very unexpected. Like you know, you just say something in conversation. And, like, mm-hmm. I really wanted to go, and I just had no one to go with. And I was just like, I don't want to go because I felt like a loser. I didn't have no one to go with. And then he got me tickets. So, and oh, we went, nice. and it was fun. I think that was probably, yeah, I think that's it. That's cool. Although I, mean, I don't remember half my 20s, but. Oh, Lord. Okay. Well, no, I just have a bad memory. I do. It's, <laughs> it's terrible. By the time I'm in my 50s, I'm going to be like, we had a podcast? Really? What was we talking about, girl? And you have to play it back for me. <laughs> no, I'm gonna have to. Be- Here you go, girl. Here's all of the the episodes. <laughs> right. What was your best date? Um, probably that concert. Cause I, cause I, that's like the most memorable one. And I just remember we had so much fun. And that was the first time I ever went to a concert without like my friends, and it was just me and him. And uh, we had dated before, like in high school. And we had rekindled in our twenties, and it was just—it was fun. Like I remember almost everything about that night. It was a—it was a good time. 
All right, y'all. So concert dates are highly recommended. Yes. Especially if you're in your 20s. <laughs> and your 30s. I would still go on a concert date. Yeah, I would too. I love concerts. I mean, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't go to like a festival. That would be too much. But yeah. Nah, I'm not a festival girl anymore. I don't, but me, I'm claustrophobic. I don't want people all up on me. Like, I don't think I want to go to a festival anyway. Period. I just don't want people breathing on me. <laughs> And peeing next to me because you know I don't like to lose a spot. Oh, I, that happens. That's what I heard. It ain't never happened to me because I would I would go home. Like I would just lose my shit because I germs and I'm claustrophobic. I would just be like, you know what? This is not worth it. I'm out. I'm out of here. I need a seat. <laughs> so, what was your best date in your thirties? My best date in my thirties. You know what? It was just really simple. Like, it was so simple. We went and just did her rush it all night. It was, like, from beginning to end, we went bowling. And then we went to this, like, hole-in-the-wall, like, bar and got, like, super drunk. <laughs> and it was just so much fun. <laughs> and I think it might have been just because of the person. Like, because we had a good time together and it was just fun. But it was like I've been on the you know the the fancy you know restaurant days, but but I think it's more for me now if I am enjoying this person and having a good time, and I think that was probably the most fun on, on a date that I had because that's like some someone we could have went anywhere and had a good time. All right, so what was your best date in your thirties? My best date. In my 30s, it's actually with my boyfriend now. Um, when I first moved here, he was like considering buying a Tesla. And so one day I'm thinking we're just waking up and he's coming to pick me up so we can go run errands with him or whatever. Um, and he's actually like, oh, let's stop by the Tesla dealership. And so he had like the test drive scheduled. I didn't know he had the test drive scheduled. And Tesla... Their test drive is like an experience, right? So you mm -hmm. can drive any of their cars in their fleet and you can go and you can take them out. So we went and we literally drove all the Tesla fleet. Like we drove the S, the X, the Y. Um, but like we drove through Grapevine and we drove through like all the big mansions. And then we went to the lake and we talked and all that good stuff when you're dating. Um and we just like made a day of it, but it was just cool because we were just going back to the dealership, dropping off a car, hopping another one, and then just, you know, going somewhere else on a little adventure. And then it was a random while we were there. We actually saw one of his coworkers and his uh, girlfriend at the time. And they had met like right when we met. So it was just kind of like one of those days that was just like everything was in a line and it just was like a perfect day. So did you have a type in your 20s? My father. <laughs> <laughs> Elaborate. Oh, Lord. You know how they say every little girl wants a guy like Date a dad. your dad. And yeah. mine was, yes, mine was my dad and my brother Mick. So I liked the, the wild boys that was just out there doing what they do. Um, and I think just, yeah, I mean, when I think back on my ex from my 20s, I just, it's just so much like my brother and it's just you know you 
takes growth and it takes experience to realize that, you know, there's patterns and behaviors and cycles that you need to break. Um, so, yeah, you know, I liked the the bad boys, but they were always good to me. But yeah, I didn't choose the best. <laughs> <laughs> What's crazy is I literally just had this conversation with someone a week ago about how I always dated guys that were like my dad or had characteristics of my dad, like just as even like in stature and like I most almost every guy I've dated in my life has played basketball. Like, and it's just like, that's my dad. And then it might be, you know, a little trauma filled because, you know, losing my dad at a young age or whatever. And I always looked for that. Like that's what was appealing to me in a man. And, um, yeah, I was the same way. Yeah. And, you know, I when I first heard somebody say that, I thought that was weird. Like, hey, you don't date anybody like your dad. That's gross. And then as I got older, I was like, oh, shit. Because oh. it's like that's your first instance of this is what a man is supposed to be like. Mm -hmm. And if you have a good relationship or a good view of your father, I feel like not like it sounds weird to be like, oh, you date, you date your dad or date just like your dad. But it's like I once I got older, even just recently, I realized how similar the men of my best relationships were to my dad. And even some of my worst, too, because some there have been some men in my life that have had some of my dad's not so great qualities, too, that I know about. And it's just like, it's it's an unconscious thing because it's like, I don't go and be like, oh, looking at the list. Oh, you're not a basketball player? Get out of my face. Like, no, it's not. That. It's never given that. But when I look back, I see that connection. Okay, but, so now that you are in your 30s and you survived your 20s, what would you tell yourself in your 20s? In what 20s? advice would you have for, you know, 20-year-old Ashley? 20-year-old Ashley in terms of dating. He's not it, first of all, first and foremost. The one, the one you think is the one, not, no, not him. Secondly, don't feel bad about dating, Dating is dating multiple people. If you're not exclusive with someone, you're free to date other people regardless of how they feel about it as long as you are honest. Um, and be selective. Be true to yourself. And do what you want to do, girl. Have fun. Have fun. I like it. Now, what would you tell 20-year-old Brittany about dating? Woo. I would say, girl, you got to do better now. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would tell 20-year-old Brittany to be patient and communicate better. I feel like I, in communication, I still struggle with communication. Um, but communicate better and don't feel any type of way about telling somebody exactly what you need at that moment rather than holding things in. Um, and just to not take things so seriously yeah. Um, and you know, I feel like my twenties kind of were heavy because it was, you know, if someone likes you, you feel like you have to like them, and just like, no, I don't, and I don't really have to give you a reason why I don't. Um, so yeah, like you said, just be kind to yourself, communicate better. Communication is so key in dating, in life, in mm -hmm. relationships. Period. Now it's time for our weekly wins and weekly wines. What you got this week? All right, I have a win for all the pet parents, okay? So it's been thundering like crazy here. 
and my dog has just been going crazy. Bootsy's not with none of the thunder, right? So she gets like super agitated and loud mm-hmm. and barking and all that shit, right? So we got this thing called a thunder coat, a thunder shirt. And shirt? you wrap your dog, it's a shirt, like a, a thunder shirt. Mm. Um, you like wrap your dog in it. It has like these Velcro things in it. And today while it was thundering, we put her in it and she literally just laid down. Like, laid down, no barking. And we were tripping because we were like, what the hell? Like, is she okay? And we opened the back door where it was like thundering and lightning. And she was just laying there. So mm-hmm. for all my pet parents who have live in areas like this where it can just be thundering and lightning in the middle of the day because this doesn't happen in California. Um, thunder right? shirt. Not like this. This is, the rain here is different. Hmm. Um, but yes, my weekly win is the thunder shirt. Shout out to Thundershirt if you want to sponsor our podcast. <laughs> you are more than welcome to. Yeah, sponsor Bootsy and our podcast. Yes. Hashtag, what is it? Um, Instagram Bootsy the Bull. <laughs> Play you your promote the baby. <laughs> okay. I have an update first. It's kind of a win. My Starbucks is back open. They opened Yay. today. I was so pleased and so just thankful. I was so relieved. I don't have to drive further down the street to go to Starbucks. I can just go to my Starbucks. And I just felt so elated to be in 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 Starbucks. I just I'm very happy. I'm very congratulations. <laughs> and my other win is uh my little has a birthday coming up and his party is finally planned. Um, he's doing a little destination thing. We're going to Memphis so he can see the cousins, uh, as he calls them, which is like my cousin's kids, um, which is kind of, which is a win in a way, because like the way, you know, how our family is like, we're really close. Like I know all of my cousins, we're all super close. And with COVID, our littles have not been so fortunate. Like I, they probably haven't seen each other in three years. So, the bulk of them, um, my kids and three of my cousin's kids, they're all going to get to see each other and play and have a birthday party. And they're all really excited. So I'm really excited. And I'm glad we were able to pull it off in a short amount of time. All right, y'all. So we are going to bring y'all our top three this week. This week, we are going to give you Friday night or even Saturday night dinner spots that we like. Um, so first on our list would be Kitchen and Cocktails. Um, that is in downtown Dallas. I'm sure you've heard of them for being a little controversial for some reasons, just as long as you don't twerk or anything. Pretty good spot. <laughs> Wouldn't recommend sitting at the bar either, but yeah, good, definitely get a table. Yes. If you good can. drinks, good food, good spot. Uh second on our list is Kiss. Which is kisses in what uptown? I think, yeah, 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 yeah. Kiss, yeah, question again. <laughs> <laughs> Easy parking, um, good Lovely. food, good drinks, and yeah. I mean, I think service was good. The bar there is actually much nicer, so that is a place you might want to go sit at a bar. Yeah, they do have a nice size bar, from what I remember. And the food was good. I mean, you remember the food, though. That's the- I remember the food. I don't remember much from that night, but I remember the food was good. I think I had, like, some kind of pasta. It was really good. 
Yes, highly recommended. Um, another spot number three is Elephant. Our third one is Elephant East, and that's in the Hardwood District. Hardwood, yeah. Yes. Um, I like the doors. They have really nice doors. So it's very what picturesque. What are they calling it now? Instagrammable. It's a vibe. The aesthetic is giving, as the girls would say. I that's my favorite of the three. I would think like the food was good, the drinks were good, the service was great. Amazing. It was a nice little spot. All right, guys, that's it for today's episode. As always, have a good week. If you want to get in touch with us. Hit us up on social, Instagram, wine, that's W-H-I-N-E, letter N, dine, D-I-N-E, pod. Our TikTok is exactly the same. And then if you want to email us, it's winedinepod at gmail.com. Hit us up.